On this episode of Milestones, we'll be talking about things you need to know before buying your first property. And today we have a very special guest. Over here we have Serena. Hi. So can you, you. so can you please tell us uh, what do you do? What do I do? Um, I'm a property agent, a property consultant, and I'm predominantly specializing in residential property and some aspect of commercial property. Hmm. Ah, interesting. I heard a lot of the word property. Oh yeah, a lot of property right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm here, right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, so just to give you a little background, um, how myself and Vincent we are, we are like three different categories of categories. Yeah. Uh, Vincent just got his uh, Q number. Yeah, Q number for BTO. Then uh, owns a condo. Wow. I own I own a condo. Yes, family. <laughs> and how owns a private no. property? No. What is yours? I'm collecting key on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So first things off. So um, can you just tell us uh, why should you get BTO as your first property? Because Singapore, I think for a Singaporean mindset, that's the first thing you do, right? When it comes to property, mm. you go to a build to order, you get your ballot and you get your first house, etc. So why should it be the first thing that you do? I guess the most important thing is affordability. Because in terms of asset class, that's the most primary entry-level asset class that I would say general public can aspire to achieve um, with very little down payment involved and things like that. That's why I would say when people are planning to get their first home, uh, because of their affordability, uh, they will usually will go for the BTO. That's the general public view. Mm. But then, but uh, how do you actually like come to a certain point in your life where you can actually get a BTO, like what do you need to do to get a BTO? Yeah, like what's the process? Cause you know, I got my Q number for my BTO and honestly, my fiance is handling it. Yep. And every time she tries to explain it to me, I'm like, hmm, yes, um, 5%, okay, okay. I, 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 I understand uh -huh. that one, then everything else, I don't. <laughs> you just need to pay the money. Just need to pay the money. Yes, correct. Just Your fiance will do everything else. <laughs> you just need to have the money. <laughs> okay, um, I think the procedure is pretty straightforward. Um, most people, uh, because for HDB, it's government's plan to help people build families. So predominantly, if you're planning to get married, you generally fall under the fiancé fiance scheme. That is because you aspire to build your family and you want your first home, you want your own space. And that is um, our local government's plan to allow uh, young couples to set up their family early, which is why the BTO is very popular among young couples. But for singles, um, there is a slight delay in as to when you can apply and things like that if you want to go for the primary market. Yeah. Mm. All right, all right, all right. So, but like, okay, so I understand that you still need to work like a certain, like minimal period before you can even like BTO, right? I think generally the work part is more of your income. I mean, if you're not working, how are you going to pay for your house, right? So um, they don't really specify that you have to work, work, but you definitely need to go through your financial calculation and make sure that you have the ability to afford because it's a huge commitment. The, the, you're going to pay for your house for the next 25 to 30 years and that is a long time. If you're not working, if you're not sustainable, then I think you might have to delay your plans because it's also not good for you, right? Like imagine, just imagine buying a car and you can't afford to pay. This is a property. The loan is going to stretch out over 25 years minimumly. So it's a huge commitment for a lot of people. Yes, I can see like that why a lot of young couples are very stressed when they get BTO and all that. Mm -hmm. It's not as simple as they think, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like and somehow every time, every year goes by, it changes, right? Yes. Like I heard last year it was like your down payment can be like five percent mm -hmm. and five percent. Mm. 
that is for a certain age group. A and certain below, age right? group, yeah. and then after that, now uh, what I'm hearing it's it's five percent and then fifteen percent, right? I guess um, because property is very expensive now. If everybody jump in to buy property out of fear because they don't have a a, a house, but they have not checked whether they are stable enough. Like say in times in 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 terms of their salary is it stable like it's a huge, huge commitment for you to pay like two three thousand dollars a month do you have that uh, stability to even think about buying a property which is why the higher uh, down payment can form somewhat a uh, form of deterrence it kind of like forces the couple to save a little bit more and be a bit more prudent when they come to the purchase i guess i guess that's the ultimate aim but of course their goal is not to deter you from owning the property but more of like uh, managing your own finances and making sure that you are not under pressure to sell the property because you cannot afford to continue paying. Mm. Yeah. So just keep working. Just keep working. Working hard. <laughs> working hard and planning wisely. Working I think hard, it's very important. So, so, what, so what are the things yeah. that? What are the things you need to prepare to get a BTO? Okay. First, if you first you need to check your eligibility condition, which there is a series of. Um, uh, Series, yeah, it, on the website you can log on to HDB website. And you can look it out. It's quite straightforward. But let's talk about couples today per se. If you're planning to get married, um, you can actually start applying for BTO if your income is stable and that you can show a uh, proof that you are able to take a loan and everything. So you go to the website and then you do the application during the launch. I think there's the administration fee of about ten to twenty dollars. Like. Can't the ten dollars, really yeah, yes, the ten dollars. That is actually to buy you a chance, like, to put in your name so that you go through the system and then like like ballot, like you know, almost like lucky draw. I think everyone calls it like a raffle, right? Yes. <laughs> so it's it's a computerized uh, balloting system, but to increase your chance of getting a location that you want, I think HDB has certain schemes such as like, uh, if you want to be staying near parents, for example, where do you buy? Where do you apply? I applied at uh, Kalang Wampo. Let's say Kalang Wampo. Oh, it's a premium estate, premium, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, if you get a number out of that uh, without applying near parents, that is really a blessing. But some people, if let's say their parents are already staying in the vicinity, uh, you can apply near near to parents. You get extra like ballot chances, which is like extra lucky draw coupon. Now, if you think about <laughs> oh. it, yeah. Yeah, that's oh. actually what happened because. Uh, uh, my fiance's uh, parents stays in the central area, uh, so that might be why. Yes. So basically, um, for example, like the typical couple that goes in without any near parents application, then they probably just get uh, the normal regular chances. But because you, it is there's more incentive for you to be near parents, because you must understand it's to actually facilitate family building, right? And then eventually, uh, maybe it's just living near your parents can help one another and things like that. Mm. So they encourage people to live near parents. So then you will be offered because you apply and then you have to put in your parents' address, right, during the application. And then if they deem that it's within that that radius that they want to expand it, which then you will get extra ballot chance per se, which means to say slightly increased, but you still go through the computerized balloting system, but you have an increased chance of like maybe instead of one chance you get ten chances like that. I think two. Two. I'm not wrong. It means like double the chances. Double the chances. I can't remember the the the, the statistics. Yeah, huh? the do, statistics. do you have any advice for people who for all the couples who tried to BTO so many times but keep failing? Yeah. Like, what are they doing wrong? They must be wondering. Or is there anything they can do to increase their chances? Can. Like I said just now, if you have a, a parents that is near a certain BTO launch, that will help you increase your chances. Um, there might be also cases where you are only going after the premium HDB. Which and everyone is like, wants it, right? And, and, and the whole world wants it, right? Everybody knows it's good and everybody knows it's going to work. So, lower your expectation, is it? 
yes and no. So if you are so into that centralized location, you must understand that everyone in Singapore wants the same thing. Yeah, so definitely it's very challenging. Yeah. But if you are really buying in for need, there's a purpose, like you need to start a family now, you need a space, then maybe you want to think about whether you want to compromise on the location and go slightly outskirt. Maybe at the newer estate, for example, you can go to Chachukang. Mm. There's a lot of BTO over there. I'm quite sure you have increased uh, chances over there as compared to like a central property. So there is a way to increase the chances. But the question is, are you ready to compromise some of your ones? And you know, yeah. and how do you compare it to resale flats? Will you recommend that they just forget about the BTO and go for a resale? Okay. What's are the, what are the pros and cons of... Uh, BTO, BTO and resale. Yeah, so very uh, straightforward. You buy from a primary, primary market, which is BTO direct from HDB. Um, it is like first-hand, right? So um, HDB strive to keep it low, mm. right? For a resale market, you buy from a, a first owner who are profit-driven in some sense because I don't want to make a loss for my sale. So you must understand that. But what is the pros of buying a BTO? there is a steady margin to be made over a span of like 7 to 10 years. If you look at the statistics uh, that has been you know, done in the, this uh, 30, 40 years. Um, but the risk is you have to wait. And in that waiting, some couples don't get married eventually because yeah. it's a very long wait. Um, so these are things that you have to think about. And then there are couples who, I'm going to get married like in six months' time. I need a place, I'm going to start my family straight away. You can't wait four to five years for a house. I mean... You can if you are open to adoptions like renting or staying with your parents. But if you need a place, you need a place. Then this is the people that will open up to the secondary market, which is the resale unit. Because the resale transaction typically takes about three to six months to complete. So that means to say it will fulfill your needs. So you're buying a need. So it's not so much about looking at that steady increase of the gains, but more of like, I need a place to stay. Yeah, I believe everybody wants different thing in life and we are at different stages of our life. Let's say like if you talk to like a 40 years old single guy who is very successful in his career, um, he has a lot of money, he can afford to wait, then he has a lot of options. Okay, so what you're saying is to be successful in property, you need to have a lot of money first. <laughs> yes and no. I started without anything and I started from like, like a BTO, right? Mm -hmm. So I think... Uh, making the right choice slowly but surely you can still grow your asset pool in terms of property but property is not like stocks so you need time and you need to plan wisely like you need to start early especially your first property can kind of determine whether you get a head start or it might take you a little bit longer yeah but that depends on you what do you want like if you say you need to buy a need you need to have a home to stay right it's a roof it's a basic need if you if your basic need is not met i think you can forget about making money because if you are not even safe in that basic needs, then you don't need to think about a profit generation. So I guess it is a luxury thing to think about. But if you can afford the time and you can still have the space to wait, then you can plan. And mm. this plan can actually give you a head start. Yeah, for example, like for yourself, like if you get a BTO and you are young and you start early, if you get premium estate, uh, you know, after five to ten years, you may think about upgrading. You may be able to cash out some money from the property. But you can go for the BTO because you can still afford to wait. But if today you're going to, like, have three kids in three years and you want to start your family now, now, you don't want to stay with your parents, I don't think you can wait for five years for the construction. Yeah. You, may, you may have to, like, move in somewhere immediately, whether it is to rent or it is to buy yeah. a ready. So, so why are people not renting? What's the stigma against rental? I think it's the Asian thing. Yeah? Yeah, it is the Asian thing. But the truth is, in the last 
10 years, we see a lot of changes. I think it's because people are more open to renting. And or is it because the younger generation just cannot afford? Yes, down payment. Yeah. Down payment so for down houses. Down payment is crazy, right? It is crazy, yeah. So you need to have some money in order for you to, so let's say, invest. So, you're, uh, so there is a pattern, am I right or wrong, that there is a pattern where this generation uh, is a bit more short-term and they are just looking at renting for now? Um, and is that why the prices have increased by so much? You mean, you're talking about rental? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rental, rental prices rental, has increased. Yeah. Yes and no. Yes, because the younger generation are more learned. Like, they are exposed to different culture, you know, overseas culture and right. all. And you know, in the, in the States, right, people move out of their house when they're 16 years old. Yep. They pay their own rentals, they pay their own cars, they don't rely on their parents at all. And we are very exposed to this culture now as compared to uh, the 30 years yeah. ago when we are very, very predominantly Asian context. So there is a good hybrid and we are very diverse now. People are very open and people value space more so mm. after COVID. Space is so important. Like you can stay with your family, you love your family, but you just want your little nook. Like My your little own nook space. to have your own yeah. place. Huh? So that you can switch off. And because we are in a city, we are very, very busy lifestyle people and you need to retreat. You know, after that whole day of work, you just want your own space. And in that family home, unless you have a big house, then you can have that dedicated space. If you live in a, like a four-room apartment, you actually see everyone all the time. You know, when you go to toilet, it's you see to get away. Yeah, it's hard to get away. <laughs> so the younger population, they want their own space. They bet, I would say we have grown, our, our, our nation has grown to such a level whereby we are very, um, we value other things more than just like basic needs. Right. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Does it, does it answer your question? Oh, yeah. <laughs> very, very thorough. Thank yes you. No. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Tell me, what so, else so can I? So the younger generation is renting a bit more now. Is they that are. Easy? They are. So for example, in the past, right, you see couples, you know, they are willing to squeeze with their parents even after they get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's no. Before I get married, I better get my own place. Better why is that? Rent. Why? Because they because want really space. the space thing. Uh. Yeah, privacy, space. And Does the price affect this mentality? Yes. So I would say that in the last one, two years during post-COVID, a lot of people are coming back to Singapore because of uh, uncertainty in, uh, in, the, country, in the world. Right? Yeah. yeah. So they're coming back, right? And then the young couple's video are delayed, right? Because construction is delayed. So they actually pressure, the, it just entirely bring up the demand of resale flat and rental flats because these are ready property that's why i say these are the needs market when you have a need even if it's expensive you have to do it because there's a need okay so imagine that a teenager or maybe a young adult is trying to rent a house and mm. the parents will say you cannot rent you are paying monthly to a property that you don't even own that is not yours what would be your response to that technically what the parents say it's a matter of fact. You're paying into a rental, which you don't actually own the property. But if the, if the, ki if the teenager proves uh, to the parents that he's being responsible by doing so, you started very young too, Tian Hao. I did. Yeah. You did, yeah. You yeah what did your parents say when I'm you rented? Yeah, they said that. <laughs> no, no, no. No, my parents did not say that, but I had some friends. I have some friends. Like, why you know, are you they doing are very that? practical. Like, why are you renting? Mm. Why, 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 why are you paying so much to a property that yeah. you don't even own? Why mm. don't you just slowly save up and tahan a while and then go and buy your own uh -huh. property? Let, let's put it in perspective. Had how not done it 
when he was that young, tender age, you know, where he he has a big home, he has a good family, family supportive parents. I would not have a, I would not have the space to start a YouTube channel. Or he may a, not have Titan Studio today. Uh, probably not. Because well. it is part of his plan to want that space for a bigger purpose. So if you just need like a bed space to sleep, maybe your home is enough, you know. But if you are unique, for him, he's in the creative, right? Maybe he really need that mental space to be alone or to be away or just a space whereby you know, you people can meet and just have brainstorm and things like that. That worked for him. I wouldn't say it worked for everybody, but depending on your need. And of course, the parents are being wise by asking the teenage boy, you know, this question. Because if you cannot afford it, then don't do it. Because you're just setting yourself up for trouble, right? It is stressful, right, to pay your first rent. Is, I mean, the is. deposit and everything is yeah. quite crazy, isn't it? I mean, back then, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, it was all I had in my bank. Exactly. So it's not easy. <laughs> it's going to be really went YOLO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but he, he had a bigger purpose. He had a battle plan. And yeah. Serena was the property agent. Oh, hi. Yeah. 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 You were. In a long that's while. How, that's how we met. Yes, yeah. that's, that's where we met. Wow. Until today. In a long while. Yeah, Titan Studio. Until even until today, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, back time, and back in those days, I didn't even really like we keep never mind for how, you know, because... For me, all I was like, oh, place to work. Okay, let's go. Right. It was so crazy. Like when he came, he was such a young guy. Honestly, as, as, at, at that point in time, as the property agent, I'll be like, really? <laughs> like, can he afford to pay the rent? Well, was that really your thought process when you saw I'm Tien sorry, Tian Hao. It's yes. okay, it's okay. The, <laughs> it the truth is, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was so stressful. Like, it was like, um, should I? You know, it, I mean, I'm the property agent. I, I, I need to make sure that I'm accountable for the owner. I need to do my due diligence. Uh, but his parents came and, and I think he, he, honestly, he looked like a punk back then, if you remember. What colour was your hair? Same. Same. What are you talking about? No, no, this colour <laughs> was red. It was red? Oh, oh yeah. it was that uh, period. Oh, oh, that period. Okay, so uh -huh. right before the blue, after the white, <laughs> back to the purple, then back blonde again. I mean, yes. basically, both of you took a risk. Yes. And it all worked out. Yes, and I'm glad um, he turned out to be very responsible talent. I, mean, I, I, I did forfeit the rent in the end and moved to a, <laughs> oh, he did. a bigger but he, place. That so. means he paid his, his, yeah. paid his due yeah. in order to get out but of the that, contract. But that was the great thing about rental, right? Because you can have the flexibility of moving anywhere and you don't have to wait that three mm -hmm. years if you mm. want to. Mm. And you don't have to, um, you know, get a property agent like yourself to come down to keep showing the yeah. house. Sometimes yeah. you can just immediately, hey, I want to mm. go, oh, I want to stay Orchard. Mm. And then you mm. go stay Orchard. I think the beauty, you're right, is flexibility. Because for renting, right, it's usually like two years term, right? Two years is considerably very short, like, yes. if you think about it. it but is. to invest in a property, it's like a longer term commitment. Like 30 I mean, years, right? Yeah, your, 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 your loan will be like 25 to 30. Not, not saying that you have to keep the property for 30 years. Of course. But with the taxation, minimally, you have to keep the property for three years, otherwise you get extra taxation. And you, if you want to see property growth, I would say between three to 10 years is a good timing to see uh, your profit. But if you don't have that kind of time and you, you want some flexibility in terms of how you use your funds and where you want to be, plus your international business, you may not stay in Singapore, you know, mm. at the end of the day, you may totally. go to US, you may go to wherever right. you want to be. This, uh, you know, holding on to the property requires management. But a renting, once the contract ends, you're out of it. Amazing. Yeah, you can go. Yeah. So do you think rental rates are going to drop? I think it has stabilised quite a bit in this recent month. To drop drastically, probably not. But let's say recession or oh, something for sure. like that. Will rental prices go down? It will definitely Because I don't know why it seems like it is immune to all sorts of recession or COVID. I like don't think it's immune. It's eh? not? It's not. It's just has it not been just going up? Oh no, so pre-COVID rent has, has been very, very suppressed. If you have 
pre pre COVID. Oh yeah. You know, pre COVID, uh, rent when there. Okay, so it's about supply and demand. If there is a lot of units for rent, the tenants come in, they have more choices, right? You will choose the best, mm-hmm. or you will find a cheaper location and press the price down so that it makes sense, right? Because you, if you pay two hundred dollars more, you can get Orchard. Will you stay Orchard or will you stay like Queenstown? Yeah. You stay Orchard, right? Yeah. So it's like you have choices. So. But now, because the building construction is delayed, more people are coming, uh, not enough ready units. So the so demand is demand high, so lesser it. supply, so the prices go up. So it's the demand and supply thing. Uh, but I wouldn't say that it will not come down, but to come down drastically all the way until like pre-COVID, it might require like massive recession or like massive okay. depression in the market whereby like, Maybe people are losing their job and they're all like leaving Singapore, then we might see that kind of trend. So we won't see it like doing drastically in the next few months, years, right? I don't think Quite so. Quite simple. Why are you considering? I am not. I, I, actually, I'm not sure because currently even, because uh, I have to ask you this as a property owner, right? After I do sell my property, even before that, I have to consider like buying either resale or even a, mm-hmm. can I even BTO after I sell my first? No, you have to wait out 30 months before you apply. 30 months, right? Mm. So what's the difference between the, this, I remember there's a 15-month wait and there's a 30-month wait. So uh, the latest uh, measures talk about, even if, if you're a private property owner, if it used to be you can go back to the resale market and buy in the secondary market any HDB. But because the, the pressure on the prices is so high now, the government came out with the ruling. So you have to wait out 15 months before you go into the resale market. Oh, so you can't I think it's 15. Yeah, he can't immediately. You can't do it immediately. <laughs> so his only option is basically stay with parents or rent. He can he can sell his property and then rent for that stipulated period before you go in uh, to buy your resale. If you're going for resale, or you sell a private and buy another private, then you got no. <laughs> 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 What's the point? <laughs> I'm waiting for your. He call. wanted he wanted to sell it to profit, but then he's uh, spending it all again for another house. Oh no! But the thing about property is, if you have a head start, you have like a basket of profit, right? If you have you know, it's a good instrument for you to kind of like roll it over if you can afford. Because when you're young, you can leverage and you can you can break it down and pay l- lesser per month. But when you're older and then you try to do the leverage, you know, bank loan you for a shorter period of time, it is actually harder to pay mm. for the property. But um, it depends on your risk appetite and whether you have use for other money. If you, you know, you've put the funds, like he didn't buy his property until much later because he yeah. reinvested back into his business. So I think everybody have a different plan. Like for, for general people who don't have like a better instrument, you might want to look at property because it's a very slow but stable instrument to look at. Yeah, but the prices have increased so much that like, I also sort of regret like not going in earlier. Right, because if I if it, I know right, because uh, yeah. if I if I did go in earlier, like I, I would have earned a lot more margin. But my mentality was that I'm going to find my dream house. But I think it's a it's a there's no loss because during this period of wait, right, you actually did a lot more yeah, with your sure. funds. So he didn't sit with the funds and not do anything about it. I think that's the worst thing that can happen because your money gets smaller. <laughs> yeah, but I think the the concept he got it right. I mean, after waiting on it for so long. Um, but I know he's very visionary, right? He always have a specific things that he want. And that's okay. But he make good use of his money la, in between while during the wait. But if let's say he sit on it, right? Then that would be the worst thing. But let's say... Sit on it meaning... Like, like you don't do anything, just put right. in the bank. Right? right? You don't yeah. invest it. You exactly, don't, exactly. Yeah, that would be like the worst. Because back then, uh, when we first talk about buying a property, at maybe 2 million, he can get like much bigger house. But now like 2 million, maybe he can only get like 3 bedroom or like 2.5 bedroom. 
So that is inflation. That's, That's what inflation do to you. So there's a lot more flexibility when it comes to private. Because for HDB, right, it's pr- you have to stay in it. The government says that once you buy a HDB, you have to minimum occupy it for five years. Oh, cannot rent out. You can't rent out. Yeah, you have to stay in it. That's for owner occupancy. Oh, you, you, physically? You, you, yes. You physically. cannot rent out straight away. You can't. You have to stay there at least. Yes, let's say you say you get your keys to your one or whatever, right? And then you get relocated to wherever and then you can't stay in that house. You have to write in to HDB to tell them that, oh, I'm relocating. So can you uh, let me rent out the place? If they allow you, they will they will not consider that period of time during rental that uh, is, oh. is um, your minimum five years occupancy oh, period. Yes. When so does your MOP start? The day you collect your keys and move in. The moment, moment you have a key, consider Yes. So when you yes. say like they don't allow rental, like like rental for the whole house, or but can you rent a room? Room, yes. Or room? Because but the owner must stay inside. Room, oh, oh you yes. have to be there. Yes, okay. you have to be there because it's serving a needs market. The government doesn't want you to buy just to rent. Use yeah. it. It's not to make money. It is for you to start your family, have a home. You know, just have a safety net, and you know your basic needs are met. Yeah. Mm. So that you don't end up homeless, lah. Basically. Yeah. Wow. That's why we got very little proportion of like homeless people on the street right yeah mm. so let's say what do you think about those people who just like get a PTO and they just leave it there do you think the price can increase mm. even if they don't stay inside cannot don't stay cause oh, okay. HDB let's say, just let's like say they stay for 5 or, or years or they go rent somewhere and they just they can't because right from the start when you buy PTO you have to stay for so 5 years uh? yes for 5 years so you know there are cases whereby you know I've seen the news they, the house was transacted almost like a bare condition 5 years after key collection actually this kind we call it sham transaction uh, because HDB got the rights to repossess the flat because so you didn't stay in that house sham transaction as in like they bought the HDB with the intention to flip so the house is empty they never renovated nothing is empty then 5 years later okay time to sell yeah. that's not allowed it's definitely not allowed because you don't fulfill the 5 year minimum occupancy you actually breach the rules that HDB stipulated when you apply for the flat. But how would they know that you stay there? They will go to. You can do anything, just don't get man. caught. There are people who get caught. I think basically, basically <laughs> what the guys did, they, <laughs> they was not furbished at all. Like yes. no tiles, no nothing, so easily yes. get caught. No lights. How to stay in the house without lights? Like <laughs> at least put a bed there. Effort, <laughs> yeah, yeah, put his a one bed there. Like very, the intention so is very very clear. So basically, just have to wayang <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean. But you must understand why HDB has to prevent such transaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Otherwise, everybody will do, everybody will do this. Then and there's then no houses. No, it's either that or like your chachukang can cost you two million or so. Oh, yeah. It's time to come. Or oh, people that don't even get BTO. Yeah. Be like, hey, well, uh, that could have been for me, you know. Can you imagine with legit application, people really wanting a house to stay already? You have to wait so long. What if everybody go after like money making transaction? Well, I think you wait until ten years also haven't found your house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's it's a good way to control. They control. have to. Yeah. So what's actually the next step for Vincent? Yeah, you know? what is my next step? I know after I get my queue number, I have to choose, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what is the next step? Like, what am I paying for next? I think for BTO, is very straightforward. So once you choose the unit, they will ask you to pay like, I can't remember the amount. I think it's 2000 I think. 2000 is it? I, think I can't I remember the amount because for agents, we specialize in resale market, secondary market. Ah. Primary market, you deal directly with HDB. However, there is a, the procedure is very, very straightforward. Oh, because you don't earn anything from We can't represent you to buy prim, uh, BTO because you deal directly with HDB. Mm. There's no there's no need for, for agents at, at all. You just look at the news, BTO, you just apply. It's, yeah. Everything is electronic. You are your own agent I for the next five years. There's, there's a lot of things that I don't understand because I know there are certain grants I can get and yes. all that. Like, but I don't understand which grants am I mm. like eligible from. That one is also on the website. 
I can I can tell you later. You okay. can let me know your can, income and I, everything. I'm guessing you tell me later because there's a lot, right? Yes, there's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so I can I can share with you later. But if when you at the time of application, uh, once you select your property, you can also speak to the officer that is in charge. They probably will guide you through based on your income ceiling what you can apply and all. Yeah, mm. but I would say. For BTO, there's not much of a grant grant per se because it's already subsidized. If you go for a resale, then there's a lot more grants that yes, you can apply. Yes, th- that was uh, one of the things I got confused because I know mm. there's some grants if you stay near your uh, your parents. That is for resale. Yeah, for resale. I only yes. found that in midway. Because uh, uh, me and my fiance, we thought we can, oh, a new flat, we can probably stay. Parents is cheaper. Yes. But apparently it's like for resale and only for mature estates, mm-hmm. isn't it? Uh, no, so there's different they, there's different categories. They try to help new uh, new couple, young couples uh, set up their family, so they give a lot of grants if they need a place immediately. That means they're not going to the BTO route, but they need to go resale. Uh, there's this first timer grant, and the grants can go up to eighty to one hundred k. Oh, yeah, but that's if you are going to the secondary market. That means they're not buying direct from HDB, but HDB is giving you grants for you to afford a resale house so that you can quickly move into the place if mm. you need the place. But back yeah. to what you said before, it would be better to get a PTO because technically, it, you're the first to own it and the lease is the full the yes. full amount, right? So I, w- I wouldn't say it's the best because depending on the circumstances, for you, you can wait. So definitely, uh, it is a good choice. How long are you going to wait? Until it's finished. Five at five, least. Five years, four years, right? Mm. Five years, four years? Yeah. Unless they delay. Okay, so the good thing is if you start young, it, you can consider the BTO route. You wait for five years, you stay for five years. We talk about it as like 10 years typically to, in order for you to sell the property, mm-hmm. right? Let's then think about your, your other aspiration to upgrade or whatever. But that's 10 years. How old are you today? You'll be 28. 40 by then. You're 28, right? By the time you can kind of like sell your HDB and think about a private, you'll be 38. What many people don't know if they don't have a property consultant to share with them is that by then you're 38, your loan tenure for your next property will be shortened. The maximum loan tenure is 30 years, right? Like you can, let's say you buy 1 million property, we can loan up to 30 years if you are 30 years old because the maximum age is 65 years old. But you are, by the time you are 38, you can't take a maximum 30 years loan. You can only take a 20, this is 20, 28 plus 30. So you can only take about 28 to 27 years loan. That will kind of make it a little bit bit harder for you to pay the monthly Paid mortgage. Back, uh. Yes. Mm. So that's your choice. You so you you have to you have to navigate. But most people I would say most couple they don't they are not so forward looking. They only look at basic the f- what they can see in front. But for people like him, like people who have uh, who thought about it a lot more deeper, they will think about step two and step three and the time time horizon. Because buying a property is not so liquid. You need time to sell, you know, you need time to find the right buyer, the right price. It's if not like an instant thing. It's not instant, not like you go, not like crypto, you of click, course, of course. sell, you know. You just I know, yeah. Yeah. Price, I, I know yeah. what you're talking about. It took me a while to sell something on Carousel. <laughs> similar, similar. <laughs> similar concept, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. People also renting out their places on Carousel also, right? Yes, there's point. a lot of scams also, so be careful. Yeah, make sure that uh, all these transactions are legit. So there are, recently there have been a lot of scam, even at, um, you know, within uh, my own community, my, my colleagues, uh, people are posing as property agents on Carousel just to collect money. But they don't own the, like, they, they have no rights to rent the place, is it? Yeah, so they post very nice picture and they call themselves property agent. They can even give a fake property agent ID, which I don't know how they do Ooh. it. And these poor tenants transfer money into the property agent account, which is a scammer because property agents are not supposed to collect money at all. Yeah. It's only the 
the the owners, the owners are the owners. one that's supposed to collect. So I that, that that's why it's a scam. So be careful when you do some DIY because you want to like save money, right? But actually, there's a lot of risk involved. So there's a tenant that came to my 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 teammate uh, just last quarter. She lost about nine thousand dollars because she transferred two months deposit into the landlord account by by this online online listing that that they saw. And he didn't get the house in the end. But you can. It's easy to get the guy, right? No. So they reported to police because later on they found out it was a scam, and then later on they found out that oh, there's a lot more people that got scammed by the same person. I don't know if it's the same person, but there has like I, a I chain re- yeah. thing. Yeah, I realize there's a lot of scams on. in this uh, yes. property thing. So yeah. what happened is this this tenant he wanted to save money on commission because if you want an agent to work for you, you have to pay, right? The agent can't work for free. Yeah, of course. So. He told his friend, who is a property agent, okay, I will do it on my own because I want to save some money. And then of course my, my, my teammate said, okay, sure, by all means, like, if you want to do it yourself, sure. Then he went ahead, he paid. And then like in one month's time, he came back and then he was very, very upset. He shared that story. And then like we were quite shocked. And, and later on, he still paid a commission for my teammate to represent him to, <laughs> to rent another house, which was legit. Oh my. Yeah, because property agents are trained to do due diligence check and everything. We have like responsibility. We have things that we have to deliver on behalf of the client. And we do this day in, day out, right? This is our rice bowl. Right? We do yeah. this, tran- like we do transaction every other day. But for like general public, you <laughs> probably rent like, I don't know, once in every... I don't know how many houses you They don't know what to year. look out for, you right? You don't know what to look that. out for. Even buying a house, yeah. you wouldn't know what, what you don't know, right? Yeah, it's correct. But, but, but you need there. to rely on somebody's expertise. Yeah. Like if you ask me to like make a video, I can't. You know, I probably have to consult somebody that that is expert in that field. Yeah. So really scary. Uh, my, I got a friend. She rents a room, and uh, the pictures look nice. But when she went to see the property. It's just a partition. I know, right? Yeah, like that I kind know. of scams. Right? Yeah. That's considered a scam, too, right? The good thing is he she physically visited the property so she can don't get into the transaction. Uh, you know, don't don't sign. Yeah. yeah. The worst thing is she signed and then she moved in and she realized, has to stay there. <laughs> she has to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> but she went to see the house, yes. right? So yes. yeah. Okay, so bottom line basically BTO is pretty straightforward, right? It BTO is straightforward. Actually what's the hardest part of BTO? It's just getting the getting it, I think. Uh, I've seen people like try five times, never get mm. like six times. I, I got lucky. Mm. My third try. Yeah. And you got a very good location. Yes. Yeah. Okay, it's good. That's all we need to know. I think okay. Uh, BTO straightforward, but takes a longer route. Resale, in a rush, right? Resale in a rush. What do you mean? That means you get resale if you're in a rush to start a family. If you really need the place if to you stay, really or like place, you yeah. have a specific needs. For example, you want to stay next Location, door to your mother. Uh, yes. Then the BTO cannot give you next door to your mother, right? Because it's like it depends on where the government have the plans and everything. Of course. But if you have a specific need that BTO cannot offer you, then obviously like resale is the next best choice. That's true. Okay. Oh. Any other questions? All right. I've learned a lot. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you're ready right now? I feel like my fiance is ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Yeah, it's a good place, I think. Yeah. Right, is she going to sleep alone in the master bedroom? Come on, man. You need to know more. Also. <laughs> too much details. Too much detail. Too much detail. I mean, it's all on the website, on the HDB website. Very straightforward. And if you don't know anything, you can just ask Serena. Yes. And if you guys want to know more about Serena, you can find her details in the description box below. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode. And hope you guys learn a little bit more about what to know and what to look out for before buying your first property. So, see you guys next time. Bye-bye.